Welcome to today's talk with Erica. I'm Erica Del Sordo, here to discuss topics that affect people's personal and professional lives. Join me each week as we talk with experts who know how to answer life's questions and ease your mind. Hi, everyone. I'm Erica Del Sordo. Thank you for joining me on yet another episode of today's Talk with Erica. This is a fabulous Monday, and I'm excited to share with you who I have today. Thank you, by the way, for subscribing to my YouTube channel and all of my audio podcasts. You can find all links in the info section. Now, today with me, I have Lucas Sype Williams, a success coach and human design specialist. He's been coaching professionally for 15 years and has been investigating and teaching human design for seven years. Now, human design provides a highly detailed and accurate blueprint for how each unique human being is designed to operate for decision-making, strengths and weaknesses, relationship needs and compatibilities, life purpose, and much more. Now, Lucas's clients are able to relax into life and allow in more success and satisfaction than ever before simply by letting go, loving and living their unique design. He serves individuals, couples and partners and businesses. He lives in Christianburg, Virginia with his wife, Rochelle, and two sons, Jacob and Noah. And we have an extra special surprise today because we're going to work on me. Welcome, Lucas. <laughs> Thank you, Erica. It's so great to be with you. I'm honored to be featured on your podcast. I think I'm going to need to clip that audio from the beginning and have it be an intro to my website. You have an amazing voice. <laughs> Thank you <laughs> and, very uh, much. Yeah, so professional. I know that's part of what you do in the world as your vocation, right? Yeah. Yes. So thank you very much. I really appreciate that. And I've had such a, a warm welcome with folks saying that recently. So thank you. I guess I still have it right after being on air for so you, many years. <laughs> you got the touch. It's part of your human design, actually, which we will take a look at. Oh, I love that. Thank you so much. I'm really excited about this because like we were discussing, you and I have never met before. We have a mutual friend um, and I wanted this to be organic. I wanted to, you know, let's use me as a guinea pig, essentially, instead of just talking about what you do, let's find out what you do. I'm kind of, I'm a little embarrassed. I'm scared. I don't know what to expect. So I know I kind of described human design in your bio, but let's talk a little bit more about what it is. And then I guess you can do whatever you need to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have nothing to be afraid of because you are amazing. And this is, this is the, the gist of it. I mean, this is the, the main takeaway from human design is just how amazing each one of us is and also how unique. So we understand that, right? You can feel your energy, feel my energy, see me, see you and all the other billions of people on the planet. And we get that there's differentiation that there's differences. And many of us have engaged with different typology systems that help to tease out, you know, how am I unique relative to other human beings? And human design is, as far as what I've come across, the most detailed and nuanced and the most accurate system that reflects that. It's, we get to take a look and see very clearly how you're different, you know, and how you're amazing inside those differences. I, part of my career, a recent chapter that closed, I was working in a coaching school and I helped build and grow that school with some peers of mine. And these uh, ladies are, are really amazing coaches and they're training coaches and supporting them to launch their businesses. One of the things they teach is that 
if you see anyone in the world that you admire and you admire who they are in the world and what they have and what they're doing, you can be like them if you just understand their formula for success and the principles that they live by and the, the ways that they operate. What human design revealed to me is that that's actually not true. It's true to a, a sense, like you see someone who's a millionaire, you wanna be a millionaire. You probably can find your way to being a millionaire if you keep your mind, but how you get there, who you be and how you operate needs to be unique to you. Otherwise you will suffer tremendously. And oftentimes we never get there as a result of that, of trying to live someone else's formula for success. So human design came into my life uh, about eight years ago and was at an inflection point where I had been a successful coach. You know, I'd been a, a six figure coach. I'd reached that milestone where I was generating that revenue every year. I'd done all the work and I'd built my practice over the years. <clears throat> but I was really living someone else's success formula and I was suffering mentally and emotionally. And then my first son was born, Jacob, and he is six years old now and he's autistic and nonverbal. And it was a very unexpected, um, challenging birth and kind of entry into parenthood. And, and, and I had known that the way I was operating to create success wasn't natural and healthy for me, but I couldn't stop. So Jacob came into my life and just, we had to stop. <laughs> and we hit the reset button and human design appeared as well. And I, I learned about my design, my wife's design, my son's design. And wow, I knew myself, it, it reflected who I am and who I knew myself to be at the deepest level in such an accurate and helpful way. It gave me the trust to start to be myself in a much more radical and consistent way so I can create what's meant for me to create in a way that's natural and healthy. Wow. I asked this, excuse me, because all you needed from me is my, my date of birth, the time of birth. You get all of that from just that, or do you need to ask more questions? Is, is just, you asked for the, the birth date, the birth time and the location. That's all you need? Right. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. out there. In, so the, the short story is that we are all operating inside of a larger program, like the program of the universe. Mm -hmm. And based on when we're born, that moment in time and that moment and that place in space where everything is in the universe in that moment, there's physicists they study something called a neutrino. And originally they thought this was just energy. This is streaming in from the stars, these neutrinos, trillions and trillions of neutrinos. Originally they thought it was just pure energy. Recently they've learned it actually carries information. According to human design, now human design, it, it actually is a synthesis of four systems that have been with us for a long time. The I Ching, uh, astrology, um, aspects of the tree of life from the Kabbalah hmm. and the chakras, right? Mm -hmm. So different parts of the world, these systems have been around and they've been known in the late eighties, a man re basically received this information of how these four systems work together. 
And it's kind of hard to believe. I, I'm a skeptic uh, by nature. I, I really like things to be evidence-based, but I could not deny how accurate this information is. So if we go back to the neutrino, this information is streaming in through from the, the stars. And for whatever reason, the way our forms work and the way this program works is that in certain moments, whatever that information is gets imprinted, it gets locked in. So there's two key moments. There's 88 days before you're born and then the moment you take your first breath and you get these two sets of imprinting that then really define and we'll take a look at it. So to give everyone a visual, um, what, what are going to be the, the consistent and predominant themes? These are universal themes. So the themes that we talk about for you, Erica, they are universal. They're, they're present for all of us. Mm-hmm. But because you were born on, can I say your birthday? Yes, that's fine. Okay. <laughs> April 23rd, 1981, um, at 8.07 a.m., right? You're right. famous. Famous people have their birth dates out there on the web. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this imprinting locked in, right? And, and, and it sticks with you for this lifetime. Uh, and it becomes, it defines the, the consistent ways of operating and it's energetic. Hmm. Uh, and I'll explain more when we get to it. But yeah, to answer your hmm. question, to summarize, yes, that's all you need is your birth date, time, and location. Mm-hmm as accurate as possible. And then you get this information about your imprinting. That is so cool. That is really cool. So I'm assuming you've done this too, when your family and friends, right? Well, of course. Yeah. So in human design, I'm an investigator. So when I get interested in something, I go really deep into it. Hmm. And um, yeah, I investigated it deeply. I didn't, I'm also hesitant like there's no way I'm not the type of person who would share this if I hadn't verified it for myself. So of course I looked up all my family and friends. I was a health coach at the time um, working with men around weight loss and heart health. So I had a, a lot of clients and I typed all of them, you know, it wasn't part of their paid, the paid service or anything it was part of my investigation. And then I got the job with my colleagues and we, we were a small group at the beginning and then we, the company expanded from 20 some people to 200 some people. So I got to type everybody who were higher up in the company throughout mm-hmm. and, and observe them and just continue to verify uh, that this system is ac- highly accurate. Um, and so all those people, and then when I felt confident enough and I started to get invited, people, I, w- I was passionate about it, so I'd talk about it, and people would ask me to, to do it. And at some point, I was ready to start having people pay for the service. Um, and so I've, I don't have an exact number, but probably typed over 300 people. Wow. And everybody, there's never been a person who said, no, that's not me. But what's really so valuable and exciting for me is that a high percentage of people say, oh, wow, that is me. Right. And now I can, I can actually have permission to be myself more hmm. consistently, love myself and, and not try to be someone else. Hmm. I really like that. I really like that. You know, it's funny. I used to work with a woman. <clears throat> if everything was off in the office, she was my boss and things just weren't going right. 
and everything went wrong. She'd go run and get her astrology book. She's like, I got to see what's happening in the stars right now because something is wrong. (laughs) We're like, what? And usually she was spot on with that stuff. So, so I completely understand while that may be a little bit different, it was so funny because, and it was always right. She's like, this is what's happening in the galaxy. Oh, (laughs) yeah. And, um, I'm not an expert in, in Western astrology or Vedic astrology. So I really have come to this just studying this system. Um, but it said that this system is that much more accurate. Uh, and the thing that I just want to say to you and, and to anyone listening is, you know, don't take my word for it or anyone else's. It's something you can get this information easily. You can get a lot of it for free. Um, and then you can get a, a really comprehensive reading for not a lot of money. And then you can see, is this accurate to me? Does it feel useful and helpful? Do I want to experiment with it? Mm-hmm. So it's not something that you should believe just mm-hmm. because someone tells you that this is right, right. the way it is. And you can work with folks anywhere because you can do Zoom meetings like this and, and everything. It doesn't have to just be local to your area. That's right. Yeah. Okay. All right. I don't know if you want to get started. I'm sure. all excited and nervous and excited and nervous. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll, we'll start with how amazing you are. Um, oh, that's and good. then we'll see you can, anything you want to reveal about yourself and what you might be challenged with human design can help with that. But, um, you know, it's really just understanding your, your basic blueprint. Ooh. Okay. So you've never seen this before? You've I never... have never seen this before. Oh, wow. So <laughs> I so, love it. This is all new. Uh, one thing that's fun for me is that you and I are born the same year. Wow. I'm about, I'm about a quarter of a year older than you. Huh. Um, but we're both, we have a big birthday coming up this year, right? Oh, we do. <laughs> I was going to say, oh, really? We do. <laughs> <laughs> The big four O has come. And I was going to say, I'm handling this a lot better than when I entered the three O. So good, 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 good. Uh, so something that's also fun is if you look down here, your incarnation cross, okay. which is without having any background, it, there's four, your know, four main themes, your sun and earth conscious and unconscious. They, it uh, forms a cross in this mandala, which I'll show a picture of. But basically out of the universal themes of, of being human, there's 64 of these archetypes. And each one of us, depending on when we're born, carries four in the sun and the earth. Hmm. And it, 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 it really gives us um, great insight into if we live correctly, meaning as ourselves, what is the life purpose that kind of takes over our lives? And yours is the cross of the unexpected. So really the, the, the human way is that we, our logical brains try to control life. And we've done a good job of that, right? We've gotten to the top of the food chain. We've really dominated our environment. And it's allowed us to create these civilizations based on tech, the technology that we've developed and right. all of our intelligence but then things happen that we don't expect, you know, and we get these curveballs mm-hmm. that can throw us for a loop, but it's a huge part of the human way. And you, as a, somebody who is the cross of the unexpected, you actually embody this energetically. Hmm. 
you don't love it when things happen, well, according to human design, right? I, I don't really know the truth, but human design would suggest you don't love when the unexpected happens to you personally, but you actually embody it. Like even you, we were going to meet today and then you like, like yesterday, you're like, let's just do the podcast, right? Mm-hmm. That was unexpected. That's a small thing, right? It is. And I, I turn around and say, well, let's actually talk about your human design, right? And you're like, right. well, that's unexpected. <laughs> It's just such an organic show now, you know, we hadn't met yet and we're doing this and I've never seen anything like it. So I love it, but it's so you, it's so your cross. Um, And now this, you did not expect to, to gain, to gain this knowledge. And this knowledge may actually deeply impact your life forever. Oh boy. And that would just be perfect for your, for your cross. And, And again, it's universal. This kind of thing happens just like when Jacob was born. Um, and human design appeared in my life and so on and so forth. So anyway, so the imprinting that happens in that, remember I said 88 days before you were born on the left-hand side, that's the imprinting in red. This is the imprinting of your body and your unconscious. Hmm. And then the moment, a quarter of a year later, the moment you take that first breath, the imprinting of the black. This is your personality. And what you see here, this wheel, this mandala, there are 64 archetypes and they're always in this order. So right now here on February 15th, the day after Valentine's Day, we're actually in the 30th gate. The the sun is in the 30th gate over here in the top left, Mm -hmm. right? And then you are born, so the sun is going to travel here in February from the 30th gate on my birthday, February 22nd, it'll be in the 55th gate and it will keep traveling through until April 23rd when it's in the 27th gate. So you'll see here, the sun, the symbol of the sun is here in the 27th gate along with your uh, Mercury. So that this gate 27 is huge for for your, your, who you are and your expression and communication in the world. This is the gate of caring. This is the gate of nourishment. This is the, um, the energy to care for the children, for the elderly, for your tribe. And it really fuels the enhancement of intelligence. So even your podcast here, what's the tagline for your podcast? I read it this morning, but it the tagline you mean today's talk with erica my title yeah and then there's a there's there's something else about what this podcast is about so it's today's talk oh, the with podcast erica. that talks about everything in our personal and professional lives right yeah but my sense is it's about enhancing our professional and personal lives being more intelligent about rebrand <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's it's implied Right. You're not just bringing on anyone. You're bringing on people who may have something to offer to enhance right. our lives. And that's a huge part of your expression. Um, and you have the second gate. It's hard to tell. This is a, you know, a small detail of this slide. But over here in the, the right, the 27.2, that is the um, that is self-sufficiency. It's, it's really the mama bear gate hmm. where. Um, yeah, where it's, you have this energy to care. It also comes with its challenges because it has trouble with knowing where the limits are. So this, this gate comes with a theme of 
caring so much that you give everything away to someone? You know, I had a boss once tell me that I care too much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So that makes sense. Yeah, I couldn't believe that. He said, you care too much. What does that mean? <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that particular instance, but this, this gate also carries the theme of going the other direction where um, you, you can be a nourisher, nourish others to your detriment, but also it points in your life need to be nourished. You don't mm-hmm. really need to be supported uh, by, by others, which of course, these are universal themes, but it's, it's in your, your conscious son. It's a huge part of your personality. So I show this slide to show that all these, all the planets, um, whatever shows up here in the mandala, wherever the planets are, whichever gates they are aligned with the 88 days before and the moment you're born, that's the imprinting. And then it shows up in this, um, this column here where the sun was in gate 27, the earth was in gate 28, down here the moon was in gate 26. Hmm. Mercury was in gate uh, three. Venus was in gate 27 as well. So this becomes like a key. Typically, the first time you learn about human design, you don't go into all this detail of understanding every single gate and every single line. But if a person resonates with this knowledge, once you've gotten the basics, you can come back to it. And you can say, let's say you're having an interpersonal challenge some conflict with someone you love or someone you work with, you can actually use human design to understand what are the themes of their motivation? What, what are the themes of their moon, their driving force? What drives this person, right? Mm-hmm. And what are the, their, the themes of their communication and their personal values? So the, the moon and Mercury and Venus, and this can be, in addition to just understanding the basics of that other person's human design, this can be so revealing you know, and helpful just to see what, how this person operates versus how I operate, what they're needing, what I'm needing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I want to ask you, Erica, what do you notice about your design? So, um, oh, there's, I guess there's one other thing I should, should share fundamentally here is like, what are, what are you looking at? I mentioned the chakras. So these centers, three of which are colored in brown for you mm-hmm. and six of which are, are open and white. These are the chakras. These are the energy centers. And then you have channels between those centers. So you see that you're imprinting care. You carry two full channels uh, from the 19 to the 49 and the 54 to the 32. And whenever you end up with a full channel, it turns on, it defines the full energy center. So you have three centers that are defined. And again, the reason why these are, are there is because when you were born, um, the Mer- uh, Mars was in, or thir- uh, 88 days before you were born, Mars was in the 49th gate. So you got the 49. Mm-hmm. And then at that same time, the, no- the south node of the moon was in the 19th gate. So you got the 19th gate and turned it on. In other centers, you have one gate, but not the other <laughs> side. Mm-hmm. And so you end up with openness. And in the case of your head center, it's completely open. So you're right. Yeah. So, so what do you notice when you look just here in the middle and you look at your centers and your channels, what, do, what stands out to you? Um, 
goodness, what stands out to me? I'm assuming what draws your eye? The open channels that are that are more like here is that a good thing is that that's a good thing that they're open or is it not <laughs> yeah in human design there's no good or bad it just it's just okay. how you're unique but that is what i imagined would draw your eyes that you have a lot of openness right mm-hmm. that's not the case for everyone so one of the things that really piqued my interest in human design is my son jacob has nine centers that are open when you look at his chart he doesn't have any of these colored in wow and it's rare, it's less than 1% of the population has that. And then there are other people, it's also very rare to have all nine centers defined and everything in between. So compared to all human beings, you are very open. And it's part of what makes you unique. And it's part of what makes you amazing. And there's, there's strengths to that openness. There's, there, there's opportunity in being so open, but there's also pitfalls and challenges. This is all energy. So this, these are energy centers. So when you have a completely open center, what that means is it's like a receptor. Okay. So if you're around someone, if you're in the aura of somebody with a defined head center like myself, I'm a logical thinker. That's the way I think consistently and always. And there's no real opportunity for me to think differently because I'm defined. That's, I have that imprinting. It's the way my mind works. Well, you have an open mind. So you can think logically. You can think in an abstract way. You can receive divine downloads and, and all of a sudden know something that didn't come from the past or didn't come from looking into the future. So that's a strength that you are a wide open thinker. It's also a potential pitfall because you can end up thinking about things that aren't really important or relevant to you. You can end up getting lost in your mind or distracted. You can end up under so much mental pressure to try to figure something out that isn't, doesn't even pertain to you and your truth. Hmm. Right? So Mm -hmm. that's the pitfall of the open mind. Okay. Does that make sense? So when you, where you have openness. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, what I was going to say real quickly, I wonder if that, I mean, I'm assuming we can talk about being empathetic too, because there's a the sense that I'm, I'm an empath. I, when I'm next to someone, I can feel their energy and I mean, feel it, which is really kind of creepy to some people, maybe if they're not into that kind of stuff, but, but that's how I am. I can feel angst. I can feel anger. I can feel sadness. I can feel happiness. I can feel at peace when I'm next to someone who's at peace. It's just crazy. So this Mm -hmm. makes sense. And that's a big part of why I love this because I am just, and I never knew where it came from, but I I really am like, I'm the type of person, shake my hand and I'll tell you exactly who you are. And I'm 99.9% spot on. It really freaks people out. I'll say, you know, I'll say to someone now this, Oh, I had met an evil person. This was years ago. And I said, now nah, there's something wrong with him, something wrong. And, you know, of course, people look at me like, what is wrong with you? You just met this person. Um, three days later, they were arrested for massive theft ring. I felt it. I didn't know this person mm. from Adam, but I felt mm. it. <laughs> yeah. And that's a combination of your openness, but also your strengths. So you, your strengths, which means the consistent ways of operating, so, so let's just deal with the openness. The mm-hmm. openness, all of this means you take other people in deeply. You take their energy in. Mm-hmm. 
deeply. That's a blessing and a curse. <laughs> yes, right? So you got to have ways to protect yourself from that, ways to clear people's energy. And not only are you generally open, but you also have the open sacral, which is this one right here, which is the main source of life force energy, which makes you what's called a projector in human design. I'm a projector. My wife is a projector. It's about 20% of the population. Mm -hmm. And projectors are here to guide and advise other people. Um, we're non-energy types. Of course, we have life energy. We're alive. But we're not here to be the busy bees every day waking up with a task list and, you know, build, 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 build. We're the most susceptible to thinking we should be that way, but then we burn ourselves out. But my point is, is that you are wide open. So you pull people in and then you're a projector, which means that your aura, I'll show you a slide of this. I'm going to sk skip over some of these things. Just forgive me for that. So, the projector's aura, all of your energy, the way it kind of comes together and then goes outward, it is focused and absorbing. So most of the world, about 70% are these warm, busy bee generators who wake up with all this life force energy and they're here to build, 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 work, 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 be active, active, active. Every day they have this highly charged battery that drains down to zero and then they sleep and it recharges and they're the ones here creating civilization and making you know doing all of that as a projector you have the ability to deeply know a generator and help them really know themselves and to operate more correctly as themselves so you are energetically designed to take other people in on top of that, we go back, you have an open identity center. This is this one right in the middle that's highlighted in blue. This is identity, love, and direction. So human design would suggest that you haven't necessarily known clearly for yourself. It hasn't always been obvious who you are or where you should head in life, but you have the ability to help other people with that at a very high level. The combination of being a projector who can take other people in energetically and then to have an open identity center, you know, like you said, you know who they are mm -hmm. more deeply than they may even know who they are. Mm -hmm. It's ideal to be a life coach, you know, or the combination of the open throat, which is the rarest open center. People with an open throat, you can take on all kinds of voices. You know, you can you're designed really well to be a coach or an actress, actor. You can take on different roles, identities, and different voices. That's awesome. I guess I nailed the right mystery, right? <laughs> yeah, a lot of this stuff happens naturally, right? Um, but it can also be confusing for someone. It's like, well, I can help other people with this. Why can't I know who I am and where I should go? You know, and mm -hmm. do you resonate with that? I do. Yeah. I do. I resonate with all of it so far. <laughs> Cool. So, you. yeah, and, and you also have this ability to speak with authority. So the 31, the little hanging gate here and the 33, See, these are yes. authoritative voices, voices of leadership. That's so funny because that's what's been told to me several times in my life, beginning with 
you know, when I was 18 years old, um, I've always been told I speak with authority, you know, at, when I worked for well, the police department, when I, you know, became an aerobics instructor, um, mm-hmm. you know, and then of course in my reporting career. So it's really funny. That's always followed me. That's so funny that you say that. That's what I'm saying. This is spot on. <laughs> yeah. And what did you do at the police department? I was, um, it was called a community service officer at the time. They still have them. Um, I was only there for a couple of years. Uh, basically, not as a sworn officer, did uh, traffic accident investigation, um, stolen tags, uh, kind of like the the lights, you know, stuff just to, mm-hmm. to help out, I guess, and um, do accident reports, uh, mm-hmm. stolen tags. We, pff, my goodness, what else? You know, anything really that related to traffic, direct traffic, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, stuff like that. Got it. Mm-hmm. More commonly known as CSAs, I guess, community service um, aides, if you will. I don't know. It's been a while. We're about to turn 40, and I did this, uh, what, 22 years ago? So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> trying to remember. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, yeah. So the openness is a big, 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 big deal for you, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And there's, we won't go into every detail here, you know, just in the interest of providing value for the, the audience, for the listeners, but I can mm-hmm. share more with you. Um, but each of these centers has a theme where it, it's almost like a, a signpost. So if you feel like you're getting off track mentally, emotionally, energetically, almost inevitably, one of the themes of these centers is the source, right? Or is related. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a double whammy of an open heart and an open sacral. So this is the willpower center is the heart. Mm-hmm. And then the sacral is the life force. So the open heart, can be highly susceptible. And this is about 70% of the world. So this is most of humanity is comparing and despairing is mm-hmm. seeing other people and then thinking, well, I'm going to be like them, or I'm going to be have what they have or do what they do and becoming competitive, trying to prove something overcompensating or trying to use willpower to get what we want or need. And you're not designed for any of that. Your mantra is I have nothing to prove. And you may have arrived at that wisdom, maybe, maybe when people have um, parents or adult mentors that really support and nurture them to be themselves in the world, sometimes people can come to these kind of things naturally. I had really great parents, but my whole life was built around my open heart, need to prove, trying to be the best. I also have the, this 26, which is in, in the open heart, the 26 wants to be the best. This is the soldier the sales in business, it's the ability to close the deal, the will to work, the will to sell, to close the deal. But it carries with it this like need to be the best, but in an open center, it's not who you are. It's not what you're, you're, you're meant to be. Um, hmm. And so there's no one to compare yourself to and there's nothing to prove. And I did a lot of time in a, in a, um, with a personal growth company where it, there was a lot of value there. But one of the things was everything was about your word. If you want a result, if you dream up a possibility for your life and your future, all you have to do is enroll the world in that possibility, but then you create your plan and you work your plan, you know, and you just schedule out everything in your calendar. 
if I want to get to this many subscribers and I want to get to this much revenue, I'm just going to create this master plan of promises. And I'm just going to give my word and keep my word and use my willpower over and over again to just every moment do what I said I would do. And this is a recipe for complete <laughs> burnout and suffering for people with an open heart. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness gracious. I can't tell you how much I, I'm so happy that we did this because this really does. Oh my gosh. I recommend you so much because this really does open up everything that I've known. I've known that you really haven't surprised me as much as I thought I was going to be surprised because this all makes sense. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's on point. That is so on point. Awesome. That's really funny. <laughs> it's 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 scary it's so true so that's amazing that is really amazing i can't thank you enough for like doing this with me this was this was too cool to get this done i've never seen anything like it and i'd like to know how many people have honestly because no one has even ever really spoken to me about it other than you know, Lynn and Lynn was on the show, uh, probably towards the beginning of when I started this almost a year ago at this point. So she was last year in 2020. Um, but you know what, this is the first time I'd heard of it and I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. Well, it just, it seems to be just on the verge of entering the collective. So in the nineties, it was just, you know, handfuls of people around the world. I hadn't heard of it. And then the early two thousands just started to build, but I came across it not as, and I'm not somebody who seeks this kind of stuff out or was involved in astrology or anything like that, but I was very much in personal growth world as a coach. And it just showed up. I visited Asheville and I saw somebody was talking about it in 2015. So now it's just about to explode. There's there's a lot of the original students who are teaching it and, you know, put their own spin on it and they've created their own trainings and it's really entering that moment of where it's going to be. Um, yeah. More, more ubiquitous, commonplace, common knowledge. Wow. That's just too cool. Where, so where do you see yourself with this? Is this really taking off? You have more clients, of course, than when you first started. Yeah. So, for, so one of the things about being a projector is that the, the, the bottom line strategy for success, and you are designed to be successful as a projector, and we're actually designed to be at the top of hierarchies, but only, it only works when we are recognized and invited. Oh, that was the invitation thing I'd seen. Yeah, to okay. wait for the invitation. Mm -hmm. So what, what are the, what do all, not all, but many of the success formulas, bottom line is go out and make it happen, right? Mm -hmm. Go manifest the success you desire. Mm -hmm. This is a recipe for suffering for about 90% of population. Really? Yep. It may look like we're making it happen, but if, if a person is truly, according to human design, if a person is truly healthy and successful as a projector, that success comes from being recognized and invited in because your greatest gift is to deeply, deeply, deeply know people and in organizations. You, you can be an advisor to a business with an open throat and an open identity center 
you are uniquely designed to help people with their marketing or businesses with their marketing, how to draw attention to themselves and their identity. Who are you as a brand, right? What direction are you going to go as a company? And then how do you draw attention to it? But you and I don't have the life force energy to go and pound the pavement the way a generator does every day and do all of the work and do it consistently without totally hurting our bodies. And then energetically, not everybody wants to or is ready to be so deeply seen and known mm-hmm. and to ultimately be advised. Um, and so it can be uncomfortable for another person to be with a projector like you or me be- just because you, like, you know them almost better than they know themselves energetically. Right. And it can be the most delicious thing and the best thing ever, mm-hmm. but it has to be invited, right? The other human being has to say, Erica, I want you to guide me you know, mm-hmm. this year. I mm-hmm. want you to support me to, to know myself and my direction. You know, and, to, and for if, you, if you're doing marketing, coaching or something like that, like and how, how I'm going to draw attention to myself in a way that's healthy and fruitful. Wow. It, you know, it's so funny. You're mentioning coaching and, and sealing the deal. Um, I have just started a coaching business for voiceover work, audio and video editing, uh, podcasting. And so it's, a, you know, it's the ground roots, but it's not something I had thought of before. So it's funny that you're mentioning this right now, because I've just started doing this. And I've got several clients already who've been, you know, wonderful. They always ask, what do I do in voiceover? What do I do in voiceover? Well, let me make this a business. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then I've also began my real estate license. I'm still in the courses. But it's so funny, because all of this speaks to me. And it's just everything in life has always happened like that. Everything is coming to me that I need to be doing, you know, um, the police career, for instance, I thought I was going to be a police officer. It's what I had wanted to do when I was little and God ripped me out of that (laughs) and said, no, you need to be here. And I'm grateful for that. (laughs) And then, you know, the aerobics instruction, I got a serious injury and that stopped abruptly. And now I sit on my butt all day, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, you know, but, but, um, but it's so interesting how all of this connects and how you, you truly understand it. And I really recommend what you do to everyone because even though I knew, but you know, it's nice to see that it's, it's, um, you defined it, you know, you really showed me that, okay, so everything so far is spot on and on point in my life, because that's what you just showed me. So it's nice to know that you're on track. Hey, I'm on track. <laughs> yeah, you, you are on track. And th- that is, that does show up sometimes. And it's really delightful to have that kind of experience with human design where it's like, this is who I am. And yeah, it feels, feels right. And it feels like I've been living this. Um, mm-hmm. And then there's many people who are swimming upstream, mm-hmm. you know, just wearing themselves out, trying to be someone that they're not. Mm-hmm. That's where I just, I, that's the work I love to do. I mean, you probably know, to, to really create a business, like a coaching consulting business that can scale, we have to choose a niche, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Because otherwise, we can, if we try to be everything to everyone, it's hard, right. it's hard to make a business that way. Um, but human design really can help anyone. Uh, and, and at this point in my career, I haven't really chosen a niche to exclusively work with, like whether that be couples or businesses. But whatever way people come to me, whether it's, hey, we want our marriage to be stronger, or I'm thinking about marrying this guy, and I want to know our energetic blueprint of a relationship, or I'm an entrepreneur, and I'm spinning my wheels, and I'm not getting the clients I want. 
what's so fulfilling for me is when people can, like I said in my bio, really have permission to relax and be mm -hmm. themselves and stop suffering, you know, stop that suffering. And oftentimes that's when more success will happen um, when they can do that. That makes sense. That makes sense. Wow. I'm blown away. I really am. I'm blown away. That was, that was impressive. How cool. cool. Yeah. Well, where can people find you? Let's talk about that. Where can uh, folks find you? Give me all of your, and uh, again, I, I want to, I always tell people you can find all these links. You don't have to jot them down immediately. Uh, the YouTube, Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, any of the info sections, I'll have all of your links and my links and any link that was mentioned in the show will be in the info section. So just go to the drop down and, and you'll find where to find Lucas. So where can we find you, Lucas? <laughs> all right. So it's really simple. I have one link and it's coachwithlucas.com. So if you're feeling called to human design um, and you feel a resonance with my energy and maybe like there's something for us to do together, I'd love to hear from you. I'm not a, ever attached to working with anyone or, you know, just, just here to share this life changing information. And again, you can find out about human design online. There's lots of free information as well. So if that, you know, for anyone who's inspired you can get started right now. Just Google it um, and start. you can start to learn about your design. Um, for people who really, because what, what happens is, and I, I did this, I started reading books and buying audios and all this stuff. And if I had just done a reading with someone like myself, I would have saved myself a lot of time and energy and money um, and gotten a lot more information in a very synthesized, customized way for less time and money. So that's that's really what, the benefit of it's not for everyone and all the time, but some people just know it's like, I want to go deep into this knowledge. I want to know myself in this way and I want to do it in a really efficient way. And that's where hiring someone like me can be the, the right move in that moment. And I can see that. So thank you again. That was, that was wonderful. That was really special for me. Thank you very much. I'm happy we did this show organically. We didn't know a whole lot about each other. I had no idea what this was. And it was, it was, was truly exhilarating for me because really it's, that's something else to see something like that. So thank you. You're welcome. And, and as a gift for having me come on, if you want to make time another day to, to do the, the full reading, I'd be happy to provide that for you if you feel called I, to that. Yeah, I would love I would love that. Thank you very much for offering that. And by the way, happy birthday. Thank you. Yeah, it's coming up. It is. It's 22nd. Yes, that's that's coming up soon. Yeah. Nice. So you're a little older than me. All right, I'm still young. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, it doesn't feel that way. Yeah, like I just always feel like a teenager and you know. And that you, weird You occur I mean, like a uh, like like I'm a freshman and you're a junior in high school, you know. And right? I'll never catch up. But <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. It's just, it's so funny. It's, we never saw ourselves at 40. You know what I mean? And when mm -hmm. I say that to people, they're like, how old are you? And it's just so funny because I'm like, oh my gosh, in April, I'm going to be 40. <laughs> and wow. you know what? A lot of people don't get that chance. So again, I welcome the gray hairs that are coming in. I am grateful for all of the hair on my head. I was talking to someone the other day and we, you know, she was complaining about gray hair and I was like, I'm happy. I just have it on my head. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so, so I'm just grateful for so much. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you very much. Yeah. It's my honor. Thank you. Thank you, Erica. Thanks. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to today's talk with Erica. Join me next week for another discussion with the experts who help make life easier. 
Please visit my website, ericadelsordo.com, where you'll find all of my social media platforms and more. And be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel. Once again, thanks for listening.